Welcome. This is the She's Capable podcast with Christelle, Shelby, and Ashley. We want to champion you, have real discussions on real issues, and have fun. We want you to thrive spiritually, emotionally, and in your practical life. Hi, welcome to the She's Capable podcast. This is Shelby, and I'm here today with Ashley and Christelle. Hey, y'all. Hello. And we are super excited to be sharing a little bit about femininity today and kind of what God has desired for us as women, his heart for feminism and and just what he wants to talk about with that. So yeah, we're super excited to just share more about what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, sometimes when we're, you know, discussing the topic of femininity, it can quickly go into the subject of feminism. And the question arises then, what does a godly woman actually look like? Like, what is a godly woman? Who is a godly woman? How do we act? How do we behave? And this is one of those examples where there's a lot of noise uh, in our culture today. And we want to help, hopefully, today bring some clarity. Uh, When you're talking about any subject, give us some grace because you can't talk about it in, you know, in full exhaustiveness. Um, When you're talking about something, you can only really hit it a little bit. So Mm -hmm. um, we hope to hit some of that today. Um, when it, we talk about a godly woman, um, we have to go back to God's original design for women, which is really to nurture, which mm-hmm. is really to grow things. Um, but there's been a movement that's arisen, and all of us have talked about this yeah. a lot. Um, it's the feminist movement. And when it comes to this, um, we have to understand that feminism started off as really awesome. Yeah. yeah, like so it true. started off as equal rights, mm-hmm. you know, women um, having the right to vote, equal pay, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And it actually started um, in the early 1900s with Plymouth Brethren women. So it was Christian mm-hmm. women who actually initially started the feminist feminism movement. Um, but as time went on and it got closer to like the 1960s, uh, we got to the, you know, social revolution during that time. There was mm-hmm. just like a lot of crazy town stuff mm-hmm. going down in the 60s kind of took a different direction <laughs> definitely took a different direction those Plymouth brethren were no longer fighting for that anymore because they already got <laughs> what they were looking for which is the good stuff yeah. right and then it turned into women trying to be like men it, took, it turned into looking like a lot of competition a lot yeah. of um no gender roles yep mm-hmm. confusion yeah and, and, and just women wanting to almost like overpower men. Of, yeah. I need to be better. I need to be stronger. I need to be more than you. It's not that I want equal. I want more now. I want better. Yeah. And that's really, it looks like disrespect and dishonor. And for men, it's so important to be respected and honored. And I just love that Christelle went into the history because I think it's so important to realize the context and where we're at and where like where's this issue coming from like this isn't a just today thing I think there's been a war over femininity for a long time because Mm -hmm. really God designed like male and female like he designed women and it's a gift like it's a call and we get to live that out as women and that is amazing like we get to be fully feminine for sure and God even back to the garden, right? Yeah. You kind of reference their Genesis. God created male and female, and he said, this is good. And he created us mm-hmm. with equal equal value but different roles. Yeah, and we totally. can see that even back then. But he did give us both, men and women, the ability to have, you know, to rule and reign the earth mm-hmm. together. Yeah. And yeah. before the fall of man, that's how it was originally mm-hmm. intended to be and mm-hmm. to champion each other, both genders. Yes. Totally. Right? And we're all three here married and mm-hmm. we love our husbands. Yes. We have awesome husbands. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. 
we hope that our heart that comes through something like she's capable, yeah. what comes through is that we honor men and Absolutely. that we love men because we're co-heirs with Christ, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, something good. <laughs> something that we've talked about in other podcasts too is just the importance of meekness. Mm-hmm. And I think as a woman, that's definitely a part of femininity because totally. – um, yeah, just being married and stuff, there can be moments of like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, why are you doing it that way? And maybe wanting to overpower or, or like take over, but mm-hmm. really it's, yeah, it's strength restrained. And that's a gift that I can give to my husband, not, but not just my husband, but men overall and other women as well. Totally. And as women and men, we each carry parts of God's personality, parts yeah. of his heart. And it's I know so we talk a lot about different personality traits, but even men and women, how they express themselves um, is actually pieces of God's heart. And if we are expressing ourselves in a way that is honoring of the Lord, that really is truly what Mm -hmm. he desires because he made us each different, um, different from each other as women, but then also different from men um, for specific reasons. And if we only had the qualities of a man or if we only had the qualities of a woman, Mm -hmm. it would not be enough. It wouldn't be who God truly is. And because Mm -hmm. that's because he expresses himself through us in different ways. Like for a woman, we're often talked about as emotional, right? Mm -hmm. And that is a huge part of God's heart and being emotional can be a beautiful thing. Um, And for a man, it might be being strong or being Mm -hmm. a leader and not that a woman cannot be that way as well, but there are aspects that only men can fully like portray of God's heart. Yeah, it's expressed differently. It's expressed with our intrinsic design Mm -hmm. as feminine. Totally, yeah. right? And women can have a voice, but that doesn't mean it takes away from the voice of a man. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a mom of five boys, you know, and yeah, I have one daughter. So and true. to me, this is actually really important. And we've talked about this before, but I, the more I watch my sons grow up, the more I really want to make sure that this message is at least, you know, spoken within our mm-hmm. culture because they're hearing another thing too. They're hearing women are not for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the competition that women actually started doing in a negative way through the feminism mm-hmm. movement, um, turned into not only competition with men, but now it's turned into competition with women. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's really with a desire to take each other out. And we yeah. don't want to do that either. No, no, not at all. No, like the three of us, we're doing this. And that in itself is is countercultural, yeah. I think. And that's something that we talked about even starting this is, okay, we're three girls yeah. and we're both strong in our own way. Mm-hmm. And so just really combating um, competition and comparison and really valuing more of the community and the friendship mm-hmm. um, is just so important. And I think too, it's it's just important that we look alongside and see women who God has put in our lives for such a time as this yeah. and how we can honor them and how we can see the favor of God on their life mm-hmm. and honor it and get behind it. And that really, to me, is championing other people. It's totally. saying, hey, you have this gift and grace on your life. Yeah. Like, I want to get behind it totally. and just really support that well yeah and I think like you're saying championing things is really looking for the best in somebody else Mm -hmm. and running with that getting behind it and saying okay I see that you are good at this and I want to push you in that because I'm good at something else and Mm -hmm. I would hope that you would do the same for me and I Mm -hmm. found 
that with other women when it's really like when it talks about in the Bible, submit one in, one to another. And it's the same thing in marriage as well, or even in relationships with men. Um, I've found that in marriage, if I'm always looking for the best interest of my husband, Clark, yeah. and he, I know I, I can be, I can rest in peace knowing that he is also looking for my best interest. And yeah. if we're doing that one to another all the time, mm-hmm. we're going to be happy. We're going to be healthy. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a good relationship because I'm not out for what is just best for me. Yeah. And he's not out for what's just best for him. And so as you champion one another, that's kind of what it looks like is like, I want to run with what you bring to the table because I want to help you do yeah. that. Totally. And we, and, and this is not to say we're not trying to, um, you know, disqualify, let's say what has happened to you. Maybe something hurtful has happened to you. Mm-hmm. Maybe a man has hurt you if you're a woman and you're mm-hmm. listening to and this. That's real. Yeah. And you know, that's real stuff. But just because a man hurt you doesn't mean all men are like this. Mm-hmm. And we can't base our theology on this subject on experience. We have to base it on the word of God. Because if we just base it on our experiences, mm-hmm. we're going to come out in error. Yeah. And we have to really know what does God say and bring bring um, the things that are out of alignment into alignment mm-hmm. by the way that we live and yeah. by the way that we love. Mm-hmm. And if you were hurt, you know, that's that ha- that's common. And we're really sorry to hear that. Like, yeah. you know, it's a horrible it's thing. So there's real. no excuse for that. Either. Yeah, yeah. And there's no excuse for bad behavior in men, but that is not masculinity. True no. masculinity isn't doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So don't, we can't come against masculinity just because men have some bad behavior. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, I want to say that women have bad behavior too. <laughs> if you did not put my things on the table, <laughs> yeah. you would not want to see that. And people would be upset with femininity. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just recently was telling them, I was like, man, the, the last two stories that I heard, um, about, uh, somebody who was, who had sexually assaulted were actually two cases that were women that did this mm-hmm. to children in a Sunday school in a church or something I recently heard and that kind of struck me I was like wow this is not just men it's anybody who's in a position of authority really Mm -hmm. um, is vulnerable to temptation in that way or is vulnerable to exercise their authority in a negative way so Mm -hmm. we're going to probably see more and more of this as women step up and are in more positions of even greater levels of authority we'll probably Mm -hmm. see that this is a humankind thing not just a man thing Yeah. yeah But, um, yeah, I mean, that, that just kind of leads us maybe into what a godly woman actually looks like. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And the question is, okay, we don't want to act like, you know, super bossy and domineering and all the kind of things that yeah feminism can mm-hmm. be kind of portrayed for in the mm-hmm. negative light. We want to mm-hmm. act with meekness. Like mm-hmm. Ashley said, we want to walk in godliness with godly character. Mm-hmm. And I think the fo- focus should be to not come against men, but to really press in for um, the character of what uh, that God has available for us as women mm-hmm. in our yeah. feminine design. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have well, thoughts on that. I think too, it that just goes into like moving the opposite spirit. I think sometimes we can just focus so much on the behavior or the pain yeah. or the hurt. And that is so valid and so real. But sometimes we take that and we use it like a colander and we just filter every other man through that Mm. and every other man we put them up against like our pain and the injustice and so it's like God wants to come and heal that and make us whole and that's something that he lived for died for rose again for is for Mm. us to be made whole for us to be healed and to us to 
be fully alive and honoring one another. Yeah, and that's really not fair to put every man into that category of what we've experienced. But also another thing that I think I have learned um, about women is we are actually called to be mothering and nurturing. And that is not just for women who are going to be mothers or who Mm -hmm. are currently mothers. You may never be a mother in your life, and it doesn't Mm -hmm. negate your call to be nurturing Mm -hmm. and mothering. And that's something that even for me, I I was never one who was like, oh, I can't wait to be a mom, (laughs) like planning my life with my children. Even when I got married, my husband was way more ready to have kids than I was. I was like five, ten years before I wanted to have kids was my mentality. Mm -hmm. But it's not about that. And God actually redeemed a lot of that in my heart as I like became a mother. Mm -hmm. But in all reality, we are called to be mothers. And so if I would have heard that at that point in my life, I would have said like, no, I'm like, not every woman is supposed to be like a stay-at-home mom and this or that. But that's not actually what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is that call to nurture other women, to nurture children, to nurture men, to nurture and to really care for someone deeply, whether that be a friend of yours, whether that be your actual biological children or someone you adopt, Mm -hmm. different things like that. You're called to actually be a safe place Mm -hmm. um, where they can come to and look for someone who's going to look for their best interest because that's who we go to. Who do we go to when we're in pain? Our moms. Mm -hmm. And so that you may not be a mother or you might be, but that's what you're called to do is to Mm -hmm. nurture, to be a safe place for someone to Mm -hmm. run to. Well, even our physical bodies, you know, exude that, Mm -hmm. right? Like our our physical design. I mean, we're an incubator for a child, whether or not you've had Mm -hmm. one or not. You know, when you have a baby, you produce milk. Like Mm -hmm. you actually are meant to give life in the physical sense Mm -hmm. and you're meant to bring life in the same time in the spiritual sense. And you can really do that. And there's a lot of talk about like our calls, right? Mm -hmm. Like what is our call? Purpose. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of, I, I look at a call as something a little bit different. It's not just one thing. A call can be just the way that God made you to be and the way that he He um, wants his love to be shown through, like the techniques and the styles and yeah. all of that. And in mm-hmm. this case, we have a mothering nature, yeah. you know, a nurturing nature. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to godly women, I actually have this quote. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Um, but there was a, a Scottish preacher that stood before the United States Senate in 1950. And he has this amazing quote. His name is Peter Marshall. If you want to look it up, it's kind of long, so I'm not going to read it all. But he said... Um, a few things that really struck me in the subject of what a godly woman is. Um, he said this, uh, we, ha- we hear of every other kind of woman, a beautiful woman, a smart woman, a sophisticated woman, a career woman, a talented woman, a divorced woman, and it continues, but, so, but we seldom hear of a godly woman. You know, and then he goes on to talk about how the world has enough women who have lost their illusions and their faith and we have enough women who know how to be smart. We need women who are know how to be who know how to be simple, who don't care to be brilliant but know how to be brave, who don't care to be popular but know how to be pure, and who would rather be morally right than socially correct. And mm-hmm. I think there's so much in that. Mm-hmm. Could unpack that for days. Yeah, Absolutely. but we really, um, even when she's capable, we want to pursue this. We have not reached this by any means because no. we yeah. all have these desires for you know self promotion within us. Mm-hmm. But we want to just promote. Jesus, and we want to be the hands and feet of Jesus, gender irrelevant, Mm -hmm, right? But also having gender be important as well with Mm -hmm. expressing it the way God Mm -hmm. designed us to. Yeah, and I think that's such a good point. Like, we're representing Jesus 
by being fully feminine. Mm-hmm. And culture wants to dumb that down or make it so um, even like image oriented mm-hmm. when really it's like, man, God is so invested in the heart of who we are and yeah. who we're becoming. And the name she's capable that's a powerful statement. Like mm-hmm. as we tell people about this name, they're like, wow, it's so empowering. And mm-hmm. we want you women to be empowered, to feel empowered, to be championed. But I think um, for me, it's like, you know, some days you might not feel capable. You might not feel nurturing. You might, might not feel like adequate or um, like fully feminine, but I think it's just so important to remember like who has God created me to be? And that's mm-hmm. something I have to come back to is like he designed me to be a woman and I get to live that and I get to express that on this earth in this day and this age. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's also not to negate um, being strong or to say like um, if you're strong, that's not a womanly characteristic totally. or if you're capable, that's yeah. like if you're too capable or you're too... Um, strong or too motivated that mm-hmm. those are all things that are manly characteristics. It's actually not true. There's strength in being feminine mm-hmm. and there's strength mm-hmm. in being a woman and um, all those things that come with it. And even for me being a strong woman, I was always so afraid. Well, first I was like, I'm never submitting to a husband. <laughs> and then I got kind of over that thing and was like afraid of, will I be able to submit to a husband? Mm-hmm. And then getting married, it actually was so surprising. It was like a relief. Mm-hmm. getting like under his leadership and coming under mm-hmm. my husband and submitting to him um not in a weird like submit mm-hmm. to me way but just in a way of honoring him and I, it was like the pressure was taken off my mm-hmm. shoulders I didn't mm-hmm. have to be the one to protect our family I didn't have mm-hmm. to be the strongest one I didn't have to provide I didn't have to all these things all of a sudden it was like a relief oh I don't have to do that because he's gonna take care of yeah. us he's gonna take on those things and I can still be strong I can still be capable I can still go after things that God has placed on my life and yet still submit and honor my husband and it actually for me was so like a breath of fresh air and I found that this wasn't all that it was cracked Mm -hmm. out to be yeah and it's like it released a blessing on your life by submitting and I mean the Bible says that like submit Mm -hmm. to one another and I think that's so God's heart. And you just came in alignment with his heart mm-hmm. for you in the context of marriage specifically. But I think that's so important. Just this whole issue of femininity, I think it's just really like just being selfless and like your life down. Like mm-hmm. that's who God's called us to be. And it's mm-hmm. just these characteristics of strength. It's not a gender issue. Yeah. Like men are yeah. strong. Women are strong too. Mm-hmm. And who are we called to be? And we get to live out of that in our everyday life, in marriage, in mothering, in friendship. Totally. Well, totally. And I think that when we try to carry something, like a lot of women try to carry, you know, leadership role, especially in their Mm -hmm. marriages and and families that they weren't meant to carry. Mm -hmm. So it becomes a yoke for them. Yeah. And, you know, for a man, when a man carries it, it's a privilege. And Mm -hmm. it's not a yoke because men actually... They, they walk straighter when they carry a heavy load, and mm-hmm. God designed them that way. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of women, you know, see maybe areas in their husband that they would like to improve, and they become, you know, the person that they think is going to improve yeah. it, you yeah. know. And they think they're going to marry a guy, and they're going to change him, mm-hmm. you know. And men marry a woman thinking she'll never change, and neither do <laughs> they. Um, That's true. So I think, yeah, just being cautious of, 
again with the meekness thing, mm-hmm. exuding our strength where we're meant to. Yeah. And even in Proverbs 31, I mean, it's a chapter that a lot of women sort of cringe at when they read. But <laughs> because I think bottom line, the reason we cringe is because it feels like a high expectation that we can't mm-hmm. achieve. But th- that Proverbs 31 is actually describing women in all different phases of life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not her doing all of that at any one given yeah. time. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't rise before dawn and go to bed after yeah. dark. You know, you can't do all, all of it at one time. But it's talking about the seasons of life. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she is a very strong woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, she says that her totally. arms are strong. Or, mm-hmm. You know, another word is capable for yeah. her task. Like, she can do what's in front of her. She sells and buys and she provides, provides for her household. Yeah. You know, she takes care of her children. And there is a domain that we have responsible responsibility for as a woman. And it for is sure. our household. Whether or not mm-hmm. we work or not is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Whether or not we have an outside career expression, it's, that's not what it's talking about. We're mm-hmm. responsible for that domain. Men are responsible to make sure that the there's a spiritual covering in her home, to mm-hmm. make sure that they're providing for the home. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean the woman can't do that too, help with that too. So I think sometimes yeah. there's just confusion. Um, but the bottom line is honoring one another yes. and honoring the word of God mm-hmm. and not trying to self-promote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, we're not trying to self-promote. We're trying to think. And Philippians 2 talks about this. Um, it, it says just a couple of verses in, I believe 2 and 3, it says that... Um, to, to not think, uh, don't think of only for your interests, but also for the interests of others. And I think in this case, you know, we want to think of the interests of others and that being men mm-hmm. and raising them up because as they are risen up, so are we. Totally. Yeah. Well, and I know I've had a conversation with Christelle, I think a couple of years ago, um, about like even the fear of raising somebody else up um, in leadership, whether that be like a man ahead of you or even someone who another is woman. Yeah, yeah a woman or someone who is not on your same uh place in leadership or whatever there's the fear of like oh if i raise somebody else up they're gonna take my place yeah. and what am i gonna do but that's mm-hmm. not reality no. what is reality is if you raise somebody else up that actually pushes you out of your position mm-hmm. to do something else that is so needed and we think of like oh championing people or training people or lifting them up is gonna remove my place in this world or mm-hmm. my place and my call and that's not true Mm -hmm. it's actually giving you space to go after whatever it is you're uniquely called to Mm -hmm. do whether that be a man or a woman it it applies and that's something Mm -hmm. that has really changed even my outlook on things well Mm -hmm. and even knowing where our identity lies right and we're going to do future podcasts probably quite a few on the subject of identity but having our identity be founded and rooted in who Mm -hmm. we are as a daughter totally you know who we are as a bride of christ Mm -hmm. and all of that and when we have that then we're not scared we don't Mm -hmm. have to live by fear that there's not a place for us Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. for sure that's true Yeah, so that's a little bit about femininity. We're actually going to continue this conversation a little bit more. But thanks again for tuning into the She's Capable podcast, and we will chat with you again some more later. Thanks for tuning in to the She's Capable podcast. Please review us, and if you like what you hear, subscribe. We also want to let you know that we have a free ebook out called Becoming the Best Version of You. To download this free ebook, follow the link in the episode notes below. Thanks again for tuning in. See you next time.